We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 223. I'm Rando. And I'm Shara. And this is the, let's see, I was trying to figure out the title for this. This is a bad title. Well, no, we'll, we'll, people will understand later, but the title is The D Word. We haven't talked about The D Word in a long time because we've had a very wet May. So that should give you a clue. I mean, you know, in, in our world, D is divorce or D oh. day or. Oh. Well, no, this is weather. D so. Word is bad. <laughs> well, it's still bad this way, too. <laughs> if you haven't figured out, do you know what the D word is? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got it. Yeah, we're going to have to start talking about that. Anyway, you probably figured out Corey is not here. He's working like 65 hours a day and. Uh, we let him have the day off. Yesterday was Father's Day, and he had a crazy day at work. So That's right. Yeah, we're recording this on Monday. We, we talked about recording this last night, and it's like... He was so <sighs> exhausted, and I was just... Yeah. Now, didn't you, didn't you say there's supposed to be like seven cave guides, and there were only four or something yeah, like that? four on Father's Day. Oh and it was busy gosh. because, of course, Father's Day was the best weather day. You know, the high was only 90. It was beautiful yesterday. So And the humidity was low, so everybody went to Silver City. Of course. And so here's Corey trying to accommodate oh. a job of seven with four. Yeah. So it probably wouldn't have been a good podcast. He wasn't last in a night. great mood when he came yeah. home last night. <laughs> well, we decided today and then today, I mean he's gotta he's gotta get up really early on Tuesday, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know Sharon, we'll just do it without you. Sharon, just come on over. We'll just we'll just have fun. We'll just do the podcast over here. But <laughs> yeah, yesterday was Father's Day, so I, I'm guessing from what you just said, Corey didn't really have much of a Father's Day. He had a good ending to his day. Okay. He said his last tour was really good. Okay, good. And I I got him his favorite dinner that Perfect. was waiting for him when he got off, and he got to chill and not have to come over here and do a podcast. Right. He got to just relax. So good. Did the kids make him like little Father's Day cards? They absolutely did. Awesome. Our two little ones love making cards for oh, everything all their friend stuff so they worked hard all day well making just, him cards it worked out perfectly so i mean because we're recording this a little early which is fine you know yeah it's like uh, midday we're not sure what to do uh, uh, yeah it's like well, what is this here well it's like what is it five five fifteen now normally we do this is like eight thirty. we're nine. usually we're usually a little bit uh I don't know, punch drunk or something. So Loose. we're looser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we're actually wide awake today, so who knows what you might get? Yeah, <laughs> good thing I made that outline. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Juneteenth was yesterday. I mean, you can look that up if you want to. It's like a, a federal holiday. I told uh, uh, my mom, it's like you know, don't go to the mailbox. I don't think the the mail's running today, so. To, oh, today they're th- celebrating the holiday. Yeah, I didn't, it's know, I didn't my, even think about that. My buddy Gary works for the state, and he has off today. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's all a new thing, so I don't happy know. Happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth. Yes. And if you like, don't know what Juneteenth is, look it up. It's on Wikipedia. It's all over the place. It's a very important day. And it's a federal holiday. So <laughs> so I did not go to the mailbox. I was thinking, I should go to the... No, I don't need to go to the mailbox. Uh, and awesome weather day. Oh, my gosh. We have so been in the yesterday. heat bubble for a week and a half, two weeks. That's... I mean, how long has it been? It's like... Ten days? I don't well, know. Well, I've been back from camp now two weeks, haven't I? Yeah. I think. Yeah, we talked about it And it's been it hot week. ever since. I mean, 90s and stuff. No, but but we had that backdoor cold front come in. And I, it was so funny. A lot of people were talking about, what's a backdoor front? Well, a backdoor, when we talk about backdoor fronts and systems, means they're approached from the opposite direction that they you'd normally, normally think. You. Yeah, because a cold front, you would think, would approach from the northwest to southeast or the west to the east. You know, and just kind of sweep in. But we got a big bubble of cooler air uh, around the Great Lakes. And that area just kind of retrograded kind of to the west, poked into Missouri, and kind of made uh, yesterday. I don't even think we got to 90 yesterday. I mean, which is great. I didn't look, but it was nice. Uh, Yeah, I haven't checked. See, that's why Corey, text Corey, and then uh, he can tell us all the, the, the records. So, yeah. He might be busy. Uh, oh, that's that's true. So, <laughs> although we did we did leave it open though, it's like you know if, if he thinks of anything, he's going to text Cheryl. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I told him. I said, "Do you have anything I need to say for the model minute?" And he's like, "I haven't looked at the models. I don't know what's going on." He doesn't know. I was, gonna... I was like, "Well, if you think of anything, text me, and I will say it in my best Corey voice that I can." There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, this little back door front is going to move out of the way. The ridge is going to build back. And something I don't like, Shara, I was looking at the forecast. Um, have you seen the projected high for Saturday? No, I have not. I just knew it was supposed to be like 100 all week. Well, it's upper, yeah, mid to upper 90s, 101 degrees. Air temperature for Saturday. I don't like that. Is it supposed to be like super humid too? So it's going to be like 115? Well, no, actually not. Oddly Ooh. enough, the humidity is going to be a lot lower. So that's going to keep the heat indices not quite to advisory criteria. I mean, here's the crazy thing. Yeah. It's still spring. I'm glad you brought that up. It's we are officially yet. still in spring at We're this not point. Even in summer yet. <laughs> but summer is tomorrow. Yes, summer solstice coming up. Whew. I mean, I'm so glad I went to camp the week I went. I, yeah, me too. The highest it got was like 85 <laughs> that whole week. Can you imagine these kids that are going these weeks and it's over 100 every day? I, I couldn't. I just couldn't. I would have died. Like, we thought it was hot. Well, you yeah, know? at that point, like, right. we thought it was hot and our air conditioner in our rooms, you know, couldn't really keep up during the day. So, I don't know. I No, I yeah, I don't, I don't either. We but, have another group going next week for kids camp. But you're not going, right? I'm not going for okay, kids good. camp. I only went for youth camp. But we have another group in the church going for kids camp next week. Oh, gosh. And I'm just like, <sighs> no. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Maybe they'll bloop or blop or blop. Well, or most where, where, of the <laughs> things are indoors. I mean, oh, majority okay. of it is indoors, except your swim time and stuff. But I mean, you have to walk between all the buildings, and that's where it's hot. And the buildings can't. You know, those air conditioners can't really keep up when it's that They're hot. They're just wall so. units, right? I don't Kinda. even know. It's an old camp, and, mm. and you know, we didn't have any hot water, but maybe that'll feel good that week. <laughs> maybe you didn't the, have any hot water? No. I mean, it was warmish water. Oh. But there was four showers in our dorm, and, you know, like 
25 oh girls. So oh, well, okay. the first two or three got a warmish shower <laughs> and the rest got cold. Oh, I don't know how I would think. Well, I mean, I would, yeah, like you said, if it's really hot, that would make sense. I'm like, maybe it'll feel good to them. It's 100 <laughs> degrees outside. And maybe the cool showers will be nice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, now, last week. Sorry. Uh, my get off my cord. <laughs> my foot's wandering. <laughs> I have the cords underneath the table. Shares like, keeps pulling my cord. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to cross my legs. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so last week, we, we were under kind of like what what we would call an August heat bubble, where you get that big ridge of high pressure bringing all the humidity in, and that's why we had the heat index, or heat advisories, for the whole week. We had heat indices of at least 105 degrees every afternoon for three hours. That's the criteria for that. Even though this upcoming week, the humidity is going to be lower. The te- air temperature is going to be warmer, but the heat in- indices should be below 105. So right now, and it's away from the yes, yeah, it's, it's heat right below that exactly below that criteria. So let's hope it keeps going. Now, when it gets to Saturday, I do know yeah. a stat for the area Ooh, that okay. has to do with the weather. Like this is usually, you know, Whitewater just opened. Oh, it did um, okay for Memorial Day weekend. I think um, so. Usually, these first couple weeks of June, it's not super hot. During the week... Usually. <laughs> right. During the week, they don't usually have a lot of people. They usually are busier on the weekends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and all of the parks have projected numbers. You know, they staff based on what they think the numbers will be. You know, here's what we've budgeted for today. They have hit 200% of their projected numbers every day wow. for like the last two weeks. Just because it's so hot? I guess. Everybody's just trying to get in and out of the heat and stay cool. So 200%. Oh, yeah. my Yeah. So not only are they hitting the projected number, they've hit it 200%. So we haven't gone there yet. Normally, wow. we would have gone, you know, on a Tuesday or Well, you Wednesday. guys are water people, though, right? You like water, <clears throat> kayak, Yeah, the it. kids do, so. Yeah, I don't. I'd rather go to Silver Dollar City, but you were, you've been at Silver Dollar City. Where it's, but you go early. When you well, go. we we went like back a lot in March, April. That's May, the perfect time, but right? But once school let out, we haven't been. Oh, really? <laughs> it's been too hot. Yeah. So yeah, well, I went we just I went last week with a friend, but we only stayed for a couple hours, and we only went and watched shows. Oh, see, now that's perfect. You're inside now. Yes, today, if you saw my Facebook, I I, didn't see I you. went to Silver Dollar City today. But here's the thing. Okay. Okay. So I've been craving. They have, I think it's called a sausage fajita bowl or something. It's like Polish sausage, potatoes, corn, peppers, and onions. Like all sautéed in one of those huge skillets. Sounds delicious. (laughs) But I've been craving it for like three days. And Corey didn't have to be at work today until 11. So I was like, I could take you out there and I could just run in and grab me some lunch and then take it back home and eat it. So that's what I did. <laughs> Perfect. I dropped him off. I parked in one of the parking lots yep. and rode a tram in. And here's the thing. We have our photo card. So mm-hmm. I stopped and got my picture taken at like every place they would take my picture. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like there's people throughout the park that will take your picture. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. And then at the end of the day, you go up to the little photo booth area and you can pick and choose which one you like if you want to buy them well we have an unlimited photo card we 
paid for it the first of the year, so we automatically get every picture they take automatically loaded onto our card for free. <laughs> so I'm okay. like, if I'm here, why not? I'm gonna take my picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I had my picture taken by myself in front of the big silver dollar city sign. That's great. The lady thought it was hilarious that I was just running in to get lunch, so she made me like do like three or four different poses. She was laughing her head off. <laughs> I ran down to the stand to get my food and I'm like, is there a way? It's always just in a bowl, like a styrofoam oh, yeah. bowl. Uh-huh. I'm like, do you have like to-go boxes? Because I'm just taking these home to eat them. And they're like, well, we don't have to-go boxes, but we have foil we can wrap it in. I'm like, that'll work. Wrap it up. I need two of them to go. And they're like, so I'm assuming you live local? I'm like, yeah, I live here in Branson. I was just really craving this, so... <laughs> And my went husband in. works here, so yeah. <laughs> I went in and got my food and left. I was back home in 30 minutes. <laughs> Perfect. But before the heat. Yes. Oh, I mean, it was gosh. hot, but, you well, know, I didn't have time to get hot. Because I think today, oh, I haven't looked at the our ambient shoot. I'll, I'll look later to see what our high was today. It's going to get hotter tomorrow. I know on my car when I was coming home, it was, and this was like 11 o'clock this morning, it was still saying like 86, 87. 86. It wasn't. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking our high was 93 so far. I mean, actually, we're, we're after 5 o'clock, so that should be... Here, I'm going to check. You know, it's a really, really professional podcast, so I'm going to... So t- much. I can tell you another story. Okay, tell a story. I'll so I remember yesterday I needed to get gas. Okay. I looked down and I saw, you know, the mileage of how many more miles I had. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, I need to remember to get gas before <laughs> I go out to Silver City and get Corey. Well, I totally forgot. And I, I mean, I ran some errands yesterday and I went and got him and I went through a drive through, you know, oh, sat no. I never looked down. Like normally I'm constantly aware of my, it's right there in front of you. Hello? Yeah, right. And so this morning <laughs> I drove him out there, still didn't see it parked. It was not until I got back in my car with my food that I started it up and I see the orange light on and I look and I have 21 miles. Oh, no. I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I needed to get gas yesterday. I forgot. And those things aren't accurate. You don't have 21 miles. Well, you usually have more. But, really? I mean, it was already on the E and the light was already on. Oh, my god. But I'm gosh. like, 21 miles. I'm like, what, seven miles, eight miles from home? Okay. I'm good. All right. Mm-mm. It is based on how you're driving. So if you're in town oh my and you're gosh. accelerating a lot, <laughs> before I got to the end of the road... Just from accelerating to get up the hills and stuff, I was down to 12 miles. That's what I mean. So by the time I got to the high road and was, you know, having to accelerate to get up the hills, I'm at like four miles. Like, poof, 21 miles went bye-bye in uh, two miles. You push it a lot harder than I do. So here's what I did. I turned my air conditioner off because it wasn't that hot yet. Okay. I'm like, okay, we're going to shut the air off. That'll save me a little bit of gas. <laughs> Rolled the windows down. There was a nice breeze on the high road. But drag, yeah. Halfway down the high road, it hits zero. <laughs> I'm at zero no. miles. Here's what I also remember. I don't have the debit card on me. And so I'm like, I know I have a few dollars in my wallet. <laughs> oh, no. You know, but I mean, it takes like $80 to fill my van. <laughs> well, right it does now. now, yeah. So I'm like, I know I have a few dollars, but, and normally, like, I have to go right by my house to get to the gas station. The gas station is just, <gasps> just a couple blocks past my house. Right. But I'm already on zero and I'm six miles from my house. So I'm like, I don't have time, like, to go home. I think, even if I had Garen run me some money out to the car, like, 
I am already pushing it. Like, I don't think I have time to pull into the driveway. You're zero on the high road. I'm on the high road and I'm already on zero. zero. Right. Oh, my gosh. I, I was panicking. And then I get onto 248 and I see signs for a flag man ahead. I'm like, oh, no, it's going to be single lane. They're going to make me stop. And I'm going to be like, you got to let me go. You got to let me. Like, I was taking advantage of the downhill opportunities to just coast. Right. And not have to guess it. neutral. Here we go. I was just like coasting down the hills and praying nobody had to stop in front of me. So I'd have to reaccelerate. Oh, no. Needless to say, I made it to the gas station. And I happened to have exactly $20 in ones and fives in my purse which i still felt stupid because i'm like i'm gonna go in and they're gonna laugh at me like you know i was afraid i was gonna go in and put like seven dollars in i'm like they're gonna be like uh this ain't gonna get you nowhere oh no (laughs) so i was i was able to put in but you made it i made it oh my god and that gave me a whole four gallons (laughs) yeah right oh my gosh i gotta give you some oh my most stressful drive of my life. See, I, but that's why I was saying those things. You can't rely at 21 miles. No. Well, and what it says, though, and what you actually have, because there's residual. Yeah. And it, you can actually get online and you can Google your make and model. And I don't okay. know. I don't know if this is uh, scientific or if these are just people who've driven their car to the limit to see how far they can go <laughs> before they run out of gas. But okay. you can look up your particular car make and model year and everything, and it'll tell you how many miles past zero you can go. And I know really? I've looked up the Honda Odyssey before, and I know it's like thirty some miles. Oh my God! Well, see, see the reason. I the reason I said that is I was going to Springfield. I just got not not my new car now, my new car last time, and I thought, okay, well, it, uh, it says I had like fifty miles, and I just left Branson. I was driving to Springfield. Well, it got to forty five a couple of minutes later, and then it, when it got to forty a couple of minutes later, I was like, wait a minute, I don't have forty. Yeah, by if the you're time I pills. Yeah, by the time I got to Ozark, it said I had like 12 miles, and it was going down fast. It's like, I do not have 50 miles because it's only 35 miles just running around. Well, and like, it freaked me out. When I saw 21, I'm like, I'm good. Sitting there idling. Yeah, I'm like, I can get home at 21. And then like by the time I'd gotten out of the parking lot, it was already down to 14. And then 12, I'm like, oh my, this is going by much faster than it should oh be. Oh my gosh. And like, it went from 12 to 4. And then to zero in well, a I matter gotta, of a mile. I got to tell you, you got lucky because if you had stalled, oh, I know, I was like the heat would be intense. Well, well you got just, kids though. You could say, "Bring mommy some money." So we I was actually the- going through that scenario in my head of like, who <laughs> am great. I going to call and tell them I've run out of gas <laughs> to please bring me some gas? Oh gosh! But I was like, what if I'm on two forty eight? If you don't know Branson, two forty eight doesn't oh, I know. have a shoulder. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, and it's curvy. It's curvy, and if you go off the edge, you are going off onto a cliff, and you'll never be seen or heard from again. Gosh. So I was like, there's nowhere to pull over or stop. Okay. Yeah, so when mine gets below 100 miles, it's like, okay, I'm going to the gas station. Which is where I'm at. I'm usually at like 50, 60. I'm like, okay, we need to fill up. I was going to say, that's kind of like pushing. uh. I was shocked, though. The $20 gave me 98 miles. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. Moving oh on. This hey, is a weather on. podcast. No, and, and that's good. I'm glad you said it because I needed to figure out what our high was today. Our weather station today, Monday, 
uh, June 20th, reached a high of 95. I, that's a little warmer than I thought, because I think the forecasted high was like 92, 93. Right now at 529, it says 93.2, but the dew point is only 60.6. Now, the dew point is a measurement of the moisture in the air. Last week, was it was in the 70s. It was like 72, 73. You, you go outside, outside and you were sweating instantly. Exactly. And just the air was heavy. It just felt heavy. No way I could play disc golf. But now it's 60.6. That's almost comfortable. I mean, you got to kind of take it's the tolerable compared to what tolerable. It's been. There you go. Tol- yeah, that's a good way. You can it's, take it a lot longer. It's not comfortable. It's just tolerable. Yeah. Because you, you t- oh, and now it just changed to 59.8. Oh, I'm going to play disc golf after this. How about that? Anyway, I, <laughs> I had to push to, to uh, talk about that. And you said uh, spring is ending today. Summer solstice is tomorrow, 4.13 a.m. Central Daylight I'll Time. I'll be sleeping. Uh, I will too. So, but if you're into the, you know, the exact time summer is going to arrive, you kind of need to go out and hug your trees about 4.12, a.m. Okay, let's talk about the title of this podcast, which is The D Word. Bum, bum, bum. Dum, dum. Oh, I don't have one of those. I only have the, the scary Halloween thing. Do you anyway. have the prices right? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I've got the... You need that one. I've got that. Close enough. Yeah, close, close enough. enough. Anyway, so, Shara, what is the D word? Drought. It is. We are going to, if we don't get some rain soon, we're going to really start kicking up the drought. And I think uh, the uh, area forecast discussion, the AFD, the other day I texted Corey to, they said it is possible... That if we don't get some rain soon, we're going to be going into what we call a rapid onset drought. And that is, it's just, we had 10 inches, over 10 inches of rain in May. Right now, 1.06. And I got excited yesterday. A tenth. Thinking that we might. You know, maybe one of those little pop-up showers would hit us for a second. but You know, if it happens... Nada. We got nothing. Yeah. I mean, and, and the problem is, is we are such in this summer doldrums type of thing. These things, when they pop up, they'll pop up and then rain themselves out within like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So even if you get under one of them, you may get a good quick quarter or a half inch, but it's, it's going to last Like we minutes. were getting tired of the rain in May. We were. It was just every other day, and we're like, enough of this, but could we have spread it out a little bit? I'm, you know, talking about something so dramatically different, we went from very wet and mild to very hot and dry within like a day or I'm having two. to water Corey's maters twice a day. Oh, he's got you the mater watering? Well, oh. I, they can't stand this heat, and oh. we're very worried about them. They're doing good so far, but... Oh, good. They get dry fast. He waters them in the morning before he goes to work, but then by three o'clock, they're dry. Well, <laughs> I got to tell so. you a funny story. My mother, I mean, well, everybody knows that I am, I have a black thumb. Well, I kind of have a, Me too. a green thumb. I, the, the philodendron, I'm pointing to the philodendron, is the only live it, right? plant in this entire house because my, my wife, God love her, uh, has a black thumb. She killed a cactus, okay? I know nothing about You can't plants. kill a cactus. You, you have can. to make effort to kill a cactus. <laughs> anyway. I've never kept anything alive. But, uh, but yeah. Corey does a really good job, and I Corey does it, yeah. water when he tells me to water. Well, my mother gave me a whole bag of zinnia seeds. 
Like they come in pods, and she put a whole bunch of pods in there. It's like, you know, I think I'm going to do that. So you could probably tell out in my front porch. I have two pots out there with with zinnias coming up, and I thought, well, I don't know anything about it because I don't I don't grow anything. <laughs> you know, and I kept watering, kept watering, and then Mom looked it up, and it's like, well, zinnias are like drought hearty. Yeah, they don't really like a lot of water. Yeah, I was like, well, duh. So okay, so now I'm not going to water them until they start <laughs> wilting. We have some type of flower, and <laughs> like, I I don't, I don't know what kind of flower. Jillian brought me a flower for Mother's Day. All right, that she had planted like in a styrofoam cup, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's actually growing. It's really pretty. They're purple. Ooh. And then we have one little planter uh, that somebody gave me, and we have flowers in it. Ooh. And how they're cool. doing well. They're doing great. Um, everything else is is tomatoes and peppers. Oh well, there you go. Oh, Still one, peppers? No, we have one strawberry and we have one blackberry. Oh. One strawberry plant or yeah. one strawberry bucket and one oh, blackberry okay. bucket. We haven't had any blackberries yet. Those should start coming about now. Okay. The strawberries we've had a few. I was going to say, aren't they an early? Strawberries usually are blooming by now, but. Oh, okay. We've there are we've got tons of flowers on it, so. Oh, oh, you're going to have strawberries. It's going to yes. take off soon, but well, the tomatoes are doing well. See, my mother is total green thumb, total green thumb. She, matter of fact, I, I this Phil was dying. My philodendron was dying. I took it to my mother. And within a week, mm-hmm. it had like tripled. It's like, well, here it just needed some love. And I was like, how do you do we that? We need to take Grayson's spinach to her because we've. It's, oh, really? It's dying. He tried spinach this year for the first time, and it did really well at first. And he actually was spinach, able. Spinach, okay. He went and picked it right off the plant and ate it in salads, a few times. But it's all the bugs and all. It's really drying and dying right now, and I'm not sure no. if we can save it. But well, yeah, okay. Well, you need to water. My back I need porch to not looks water. like a jungle right now. Though. <laughs> Like that's so funny. We don't need a screen. We've created one out of plants. I can't sit on the back porch and look out on the yard. All I can see is plants. They're so tall. That's great. And like they're starting to kind of fall over because they're getting heavy. So oh, so you need those those like we have stuff. the yeah. gates, mm-hmm. or whatever they're called. He's got fencing. Oh right, right, right. Like a trellis grow, type of thing. But yeah. they're already starting to outgrow that. So that's a lot of work. He told me I need to go get twine. Who told you, Corey? Oh, okay. He said, next time you go to the store, please get some twine so we can tie the heavier ones to the fencing so they'll See, stand up. And that's, a, that's a lot of work. I, I, that's too much work. I don't me. even like tomatoes. so Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah. That's a lot of work for something <laughs> I won't eat. Now, the blackberries, if those whatever, I love blackberries. Yeah, I don't, I'll do strawberries, so... Okay, uh, let's. Since Corey's not here, he didn't text with anything from the model. Didn't give me anything. Okay, well, I mean, I want to go through a little bit of the model. I mean, I'm not going to get in depth in it, but high pressure is just uh, is in control, and the models have been fairly fairly consistent. I'll put that in air quotes of scattered activity Wednesday through Friday, and that's because a front is going to come in and kind of flatten this ridge. Of, of high pressure it's just a big bubble and on the north side there's going to be a flat in the ridge kind of a buckle and then there could be some showers uh it's not in the forecast i'm not holding my breath uh it that high pressure is firmly in control but that should you know maybe on and off through like saturday um, anybody's got a good rain dance yeah now would be time to deploy that <laughs> Let, yes, let, let's get all of our friends who <laughs> do rain dances. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the good news is <laughs> it looks like, 
around July 3rd, 2nd or 3rd, it looks like the pattern could change a little bit. Watch it rain for July 4th. You know, we need it. I mean, we need rain, but come on. Give us one well, day where we like, can enjoy How about our two inches on July 3rd? There you go. Yeah. And then it'll be nice and wet, and we won't burn the right, place down when we shoot off all the, the fireworks. Point. Right. That's the whole point. Because some of them are going to be canceled. If it is tinder dry with zero fuel right. stick moistures, you can't do the fireworks. It's yeah. going to be nuts. So let's just hope after oh, around July 4th, we could get at least something. So, all right. Let's get to the next segment. Yeah. How about uh, how about So the how have you been doing? It's weird. Yesterday, I was totally pollinated and allergy, and so I took a Claritin, and I was much better. Today, I did not take a Claritin, and I'm fine. Well, remember last Sunday, my eyes were burning when I came over. Okay, right. And you gave me some eye drops. They have kind of done that off and on this whole week in the evening. Not during the day. In the evening. But in the evening, my eyes are dry and really, really itchy. And I kind of just have a little bit of, like, my nose kind of bothering me, but not bad. Yeah, just that little, yeah. Just the annoyance. And my kids have had runny noses this week, so. But that's it. We all feel fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I wondered. I'm like, is there something out there? Well, the uh, the only thing, I I checked uh, pollen yesterday and today. It's the same grasses, dock, and plantain. Now, plantain, I think, is new, I think. That is that like a big banana? Heck if I know. I, th- I thought a plantain was like a big. I don't know any of this stuff. I just look on plantain.com. You have to Google that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Google plantain. So, um, but today, Monday and Tuesday, aller- allergies are medium. You know, I mean, the grasses, dock, and plantain are the top three. Now, there's other stuff in there. Uh, actually, I should have went to Springfield because it's Monday. We normally record on Sunday, and they don't have it. But uh, anyway, it you can go there. Plantain is a fruit. That's what I mean. It's like a big banana. But I think it's also like a weed. Literally a banana. Well, you can eat them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's big, ripe but, or unripe. But, and they're generally starchy. But look at uh, plantain like a weed. There's a weed with a plantain. Cooking bananas are referred to as plantains. Yeah. Cooking bananas. Hmm. Guess the ones you make bread with. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Monday, Tuesday, medium. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, medium low. Not sure why. Uh... It's lower, and then on Friday, back to medium again. At least it's not screaming high. You know, we've had this almost to 12. We're talking like fours and fives right now. So it's it's there, and there's different pollens out there, so maybe that's why you and me both are... It's just different times. We're just getting allergic to different things, so... Okay, let's get to the next segment. Tropical, tropical, tropical. It's tropical. Yeah, I got some stuff in the tropics going on, but not in the Atlantic. And I think that's the Saharan dust, which that's why I really want Corey here. He needs to give me his Saharan dust report. I... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I was paying attention. I was looking at my phone. Oh. And I thought the next segment was the weather school. Oh. <laughs> and I was hearing the logo, and I was ready to just start jabbering to you about something not weather related, not oh. pod related. <laughs> well, guess what? We're still we, recording. <laughs> we usually stop recording at that point, and I was like, "Oh well, wait, yeah. he's still talking." <laughs> Do I need to play the like the drop again? <laughs> I just about blurt out a whole bunch of stuff to the podcast world. Yeah, don't make me edit. I don't. Want to... 
Anyway, uh, in the Atlantic, we have nothing going on. Now, in the Pacific, it's kind of active in the southern eastern Pacific, uh, south of Mexico. Uh, post-tropical Blas, B-L-A-S, Blas, um, was a big old hurricane for a while, but now it's turned post-tropical. Just couldn't, you know, hang on. Uh, south of Baja, uh, but it's diminishing. It, it will diminish now. Tropical Depression Celia has been kind of sitting out there, located probably about 200 miles west-southwest of Puerto San Jose, Guatemala. There, there's four words together I've never seen together before. But Puerto San Jose, Guatemala. Um, it is going to head west Ish, kind of like kind of west southwest and then west northwest, wherever it is expected to become a hurricane by Friday. So that Celia is just going to kind of meander, take off with some westerlies or easterlies or whatever that is, and just kind of go, 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 go. Okay, now it's time to get to the weather school so Shara can start blabbing to me about something she wants to talk about. All right, uh, this week the weather school is all about drought. Uh, the, the D word, we're going to have to start talking about drought again if we don't get some substantial rain. So let's uh, talk about that in the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The grass is getting so dry and I really need to water the yard. But... The city has put us under a watering ban. A drought is defined as a moisture deficit bad enough to have a social, environmental, or economic effect. A drought is a period of below-average precipitation in a given region, resulting in prolonged shortages in the water supply, whether atmospheric, surface water, or groundwater. A drought can last for months or years, and can be declared after as little as 15 days it can have a substantial impact on the ecosystem and agriculture of the affected region and harm to the local economy. Many plant species, like cactus, have drought tolerance adaptations like reduced leaf area and waxy cuticles to enhance their ability to tolerate drought. Some other species survive dry periods as buried seeds. Semi-permanent drought produces arid biomes such as deserts and grasslands. Prolonged droughts have caused mass migrations and humanitarian crises. Most arid ecosystems have inherently low productivity. The most prolonged drought in the world in recorded history occurred in the Atacama Desert in Chile. That drought has lasted over 400 years. There are many different causes of droughts. Precipitation deficiency, a typical dry season, an El Nino, 
erosion in human activities, and climate changes. Droughts occur primarily in areas where normal levels of rainfall are, in themselves, low. If these factors do not support precipitation volumes sufficiently to reach the surface over a sufficient time, the result is a drought. There are three types of drought. One, meteorological, which is brought on when there is a prolonged time with less than average precipitation. Two, agricultural droughts that affect crop production or the ecology of the range. This condition can also arise independently from any change in precipitation levels where soil conditions and erosion triggered by poorly planned agricultural endeavors cause a shortfall in water available to the crops. Third is the hydrological drought. This is brought about when the water reserves available in sources such as aquifers, lakes, and reservoirs fall below the statistical average. Hydrological drought tends to show up more slowly because it involves stored water that is used but not replenished. In the case of environmental effects, lower surface and subterranean water levels, low flow levels, which can lead to a direct danger for amphibian life, increased pollution of surface water, the drying out of wetlands, more and larger fires, higher deflation intensity, loss of biodiversity, worse health of trees, and the appearance of pests and dendroid diseases. Economic losses include lower agriculture, forests, game and fish output, higher food production costs, lower energy production levels in hydroelectric plants, losses caused by depleted water tourism and transport revenue, and a disruption of water supplies for municipal economies. Social costs include the negative effect on the health of people directly exposed to a drought. It can produce excessive heat waves, possible limitation of water supplies, increased pollution levels, high food costs, and stress caused by failed harvests. There are five classifications to drought severity. The lowest is D0, which is abnormally dry. Possible impacts are short-term dryness, which slows planting and growth of crops or pastures. Next is D1, which is a moderate drought. There could be some damage to crops and pastures, streams, reservoirs, or wells running low, and voluntary water use restrictions are requested. Next is D2, which is a severe drought. Crops or pasture losses are likely, water shortages become common, and water restrictions are imposed. Next is D3, which is an extreme drought. Major crop and pasture losses, widespread water shortages or restrictions are implemented. And the worst is the D4, which is an exceptional drought. Exceptional and widespread crop and pasture losses, shortages of water in reservoirs, streams, and wells creating water emergencies. 
Whenever there is a drought in your area, then the possibility of outdoor water use restrictions may be implemented by state or local governments, depending on the severity of the drought. Bans may include watering lawns, washing cars, the filling of swimming pools, or hosing down pavement areas. These bans are put into place to preserve water for essential uses like drinking and flushing toilets, as well as firefighting. Remember, water is a valuable resource. Every living thing needs water to survive, and it should be used as efficiently as possible. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there is your dry weather school about all the impacts a drought could have. And trust me, we do not want to go in a drought. And parts of southeast Missouri are in what we call a D0, which is it's starting to get abnormally dry. And unfortunately, if we don't get some rain in the next week, that yellow and is just going to expand. We do not want that. Okay, it's time to get to the next segment, which is in other news. And I think, uh, okay, our friend Stuart Langer. From North Pole, Alaska, sent us something, which I thought was very, very interesting, <clears throat> from the Fairbanks office. And it is. it says, For my southern friends that always ask me how much daylight we get in Alaska during the summer, I always tell them, it depends. And here's a graphic uh, that I'm looking at that shows on the summer solstice, which is tomorrow, how much daylight certain areas of Alaska get. And Fairbanks looks like it's about 21 and a half, 21 and a half hours of daylight. I have a fun fact about that in my fun Ooh, facts. Ooh, okay, well I won't I won't expound on that. But also much. the uh, Misty that we interviewed yes. that lives more she's not as far north as oh, Stuart, okay. so she doesn't get that much daytime. But I think she did talk about how they stay up till 1 or 2 in the morning. They homeschool their kids, oh, yeah. and they run their own business out of their own house, so you know they don't have to leave to go to work. So they stay up till 2 or 3 in the morning, and then they sleep, and they get up at like lunchtime. They get up at noon or 1, and that's when their day begins, based on the weather. But okay. now that it's summer, and their daylight time is switching, oh, right. I don't remember exactly what the time frame was, but they switch their sleeping to where they like go to bed in the afternoon now they start kind of slowly interesting changing their time to where they go to bed in the afternoon to where they're up during all the daylight hours yeah okay that makes sense because if they're in the winter you won't get any sun to like noon or whatever so they would right. sleep and so get up so they're sleeping when it's dark interesting 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 and then they only get up for that little bit of daytime that they have and well, you I'm, know, not everybody can do that because they have jobs and things they have to now, do. Now, they are to, not but. in Utkadvik, right? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> they're like way down, I mean, like outside of Anchorage, I think. So they're more, oh, okay. much further south. Well, I will I will leave your fun fact to that. Uh, but Utkadvik uh, and south, which it looks like maybe about oh, a couple hundred miles north of North Pole or Fairbanks, uh, they're in 24 hours. Yeah, they just get it all it's the time. It's nuts, 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 nuts. So, I feel like someone has 
offered you, bet you money or something that you can't say Utkviadvik every single podcast? Oh, I would love to say Utkviadvik every I, single I feel one. like you do. I feel like you at least get to say it one time every podcast. It's my favorite word. It's like, did somebody bet you? Like, I bet you can't say Utkviadvik every single... Well, see, part of it is I'm getting my money's worth because... <laughs> If you knew the amount of research I did and YouTube pronunciations and the hours that I've spent saying Utkiagvik, it so if someone gave you, you know, five dollars, or if you got five minutes added to your life every time you said it, you'd live forever. I'm gonna live forever. Utkiagvik. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like if I got five minutes added to my life every time my kids said, Mom, Mom, Mom. Oh, know, gosh. Yeah, you'd live to be live like forever. 670 years old. <laughs> I would be immortal. You would. Okay. So anyway, that's that's the Alaska thing. So I'm now you got me sparked. I'm really curious to hear your, hear your fun facts. So, okay. The next thing I have is, I, now I've seen this before, and it does. this map doesn't look like a National Weather Service map. So I sent it to Corey, and he said he has seen a similar one around so uh, it's talking about derecho remember what a derecho is shara i do <gasps> what's a derecho really big wind that crosses multiple states there you go wait i give you i'll give you two of those that's right it's a big old windstorm um now this map is kind of hard to see um because <laughs> it's a podcast and you can't look you into can't the see way. nothing you can't see nothing in there um but <laughs> I'll try to post it if I remember in the podcast comments. There is, uh, it, it, it kind of shows the middle part of the country, uh, one derecho every four years, and then four derechos every three years. I mean, it's just a map. But what I thought was interesting, I wanted to bring it up, they've got a circle, and it looks like it's maybe West Plains to Springfield to Tulsa to Fayetteville, you know, right in that little four corners area, four derechos every three years, and it looks like we're in the target zone, and it's like I we don't haven't re- had one since 2018. That's I I didn't think so. I mean, a true derecho, show, right. something that's a windstorm is going to powerhouse. 2018, the duck boat incident was our last derecho, and that's 2018. Yeah, that's four years ago. Well, this map is El Rongo, is what I think. I believe it was in it was June or July. We're coming up on the anniversary of it. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, we need to have that. And maybe I can get Mike back on. Because Mike, uh, meteorologist friend Mike Griffin, was here yeah, when that happened. Yeah, when so that happened. I'll see, if, I'll see if he wants to do a phone or we can get it back on. So, All right, uh, and the last thing I have, which, I mean, everybody's been hearing about. And I've, I, I haven't been completely engulfed in the weather because the Hughes brothers boot camp is this week and i'm the main arranger for it so i've been arranging and trying to have been sitting at a computer so i don't know much about this so maybe you can enlighten me i mean i only know what i've read on the news of where at one point they were evacuating people everyone out of yellowstone Um, yeah we're talking about the yellowstone national park flooding flooding. Yeah. yeah so the main roads in were not only blocked by waters but were washed away like they don't exist anymore it's a huge flood. Yeah, yeah. so it's not going to be like the floodwaters go down, people can go back in. They're going to have to rebuild the roads. Oh, yeah. They're gone. They've completely washed away. But I had friends that were on vacation at Glacier National Park. So, Is that close to there? Nearish, yeah. Okay. And, okay. and they were going to trek over to Yellowstone 
Um, but they actually had some of the same flooding at Glacier Park, and they had they were in a cabin right on the water, wow. and the police came in the middle of the night and evacuated them. It just said leave. Yeah, it was like everyone had to get out. So it affected them as well, but you can pull up uh, Skyview video, the helicopters oh, yeah. flying over Yellowstone and see where the roads are gone. Oh, They're not crazy. just covered in water. They're completely washed away and well, gone. I, I didn't... I didn't research. I should have researched this more. I mean, I don't know why there's floods. I mean, because there's been, they've been in drought. They're like the western half of the U.S. has been in drought, and I don't know if this is snow melt or or not. So I start say I didn't actually read what caused it. Yeah, and I, I didn't look I, it up anyway. I mean, I just saw the flooding they were dealing with, and I didn't know if they got a ton of rain yeah. or up north got a ton of rain. It came down. Yeah, to them, it's coming or... down. Well, I mean, everybody I'm sure has seen the picture of that house that just went. I mean, it's been. You know, it, I mean, wouldn't we be way past their snowmelt time? Well, I I think so. I mean, yeah, I don't know how. I feel like I, that would have all happened. That's why we need Corey. Text text yeah, Corey. I'm gonna you, be like, I'm yeah. gonna <laughs> Well, no, don't text Corey because your segment's saying. Um, anyway, I found this. This was from uh, NPR dot org uh, yesterday. Actually, they said Yellowstone National Park will partially reopen Wednesday after the historic floods. Um, so they said updated uh, posted on Saturday. The park officials wrote that the visitors will visitors will be allowed through the park's three southernmost entrances entrances starting at eight a.m. on Wednesday. So I guess it's going down a little bit now. <clears throat> Extreme uh, <laughs> rainfall rates and rapid snowmelt prompted the flash flooding in Yellowstone National Park. Combo, yeah. That, that'll do it. I mean, if, if you get up on top of the, one of those mountains and all of a sudden you get a heat wave like we're having now, you're going to have... Abnormally warm tons. temperatures. Yeah. And torrential rain triggered a wave of snow melt over the weekend, which produced nearly a foot of water runoff by Monday. Holy cow. Wow. Wow. Well, Anywhere I mean, from 0.8 inches to over 5 inches of rainfall in a two-day period. Okay, that would make sense. And I saw on radar, I mean, <coughs> we've had these little pockets, you know, of severe weather. Of course, you get a really heavy thunderstorm. That that right there is just going to drop, you know, two inches an hour rain rate. So that, boy, that. Mm. So, I mean, it was kind of a mixture of both. It's like, yeah, they got a lot of rain, but then the warm temperatures caused all the snow melt, and it all ran into the rivers that run through there. Why can't we just have a normal weather pattern? Well, that'd be no fun. Well, good point. I mean, That's actually a good point. You're a weatherman, <laughs> and life would be boring if everything was just normal. Well, yeah, we, it's like severe weather season. We have a slow gradient of temperatures to go up so our bodies can adjust. Not 70s for four weeks and all and of a sudden. Bam, yeah, and then hundreds and stuff. You know, But then 10 inches of rain in May, one inch in June. I mean, let's kind of level it out, can't we? All right, well, that's all I have. So you bet ready for your next segment? I'm ready. Here we go. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. And are you okay over there? I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> Got to get situated. She said. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, it's time for your fun facts. Fun, do you have fun facts or do you have all sorts have of stuff? I have just fun facts. Okay, today. good. So I actually found some summer fun facts. Oh. Since summer starts tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Um, I don't think I've done before. <laughs> eh, nobody will remember. I, so did I, I think we brought this up last week that it was my 
fourth, my four year anniversary yeah. of being on the podcast. Yeah. And somewhere mid 2020, when we were all quarantined at home, is when I started doing fun facts. Yes. So uh, we did it remotely. I remember doing yeah, the, the porch yeah, yeah, yeah. pod. <laughs> so I think I haven't done these. Okay. okay. <laughs> they sounded new to me. <laughs> They'll be great. Uh, swimming is a classic summer pastime that can be both invigorating and relaxing. However, there are some who take their underwater efforts to the extreme. Um, I know I'm not going to know how to say this name, but Budimir Shobat, for example, <clears throat> in March 2021, the Croatian freediver, he was 56 years old at the time, set a Guinness World Record after holding his breath for an incredible 24 minutes what? and 37.36 seconds underwater. No way. You're a nurse. Is that possible? You, they exercise. They work. And they build up their lung capacity. Okay. That I mean, seems like these, a long time. These people that... There's people that have professional underwater jobs. And over time, they work up their lung capacity. I, right. I read an interview. It says he... When he gets to his maximum static apnea, whatever, he focuses on only hearing his heartbeat. Like he blocks out every other, all that other noise, you know, underwater. He said he focuses on listening to his heartbeat. Wow. Okay. And listening to it slow down. And he just becomes completely relaxed and the minutes just fly by. That's what he says. That's wild. It's like meditation. In right. A way. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, do not try this at home. No, gosh, no. <laughs> but like they are generally people who have worked at this for years of of growing their lung capacity and how long, you know, you just slowly over time, okay. you know, you're like a few more seconds, a few more seconds, a few more, you know, and they just keep adding mm -hmm, until mm -hmm. they can go that long. But golly, 30 minutes almost underwater. No. Ooh, at 56 years old. Could you do that? Uh, sure. Let's go try. <laughs> I, I couldn't go six minutes. No, I mean, and that's one reason I don't like, I mean, I'm legally blind. And I, that's part of my reason. I don't like going underwater. Yeah, I don't like underwater. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, did you know July is National Ice Cream Month? <gasps> don't tell my mother. It's the perfect time to <laughs> indulge in the sweet treat. Though you'd need a huge appetite to master the biggest scoop ever, which weighed a belly-busting 3,010 pounds. No way! It was created by Kemp's Dairy in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, as part of their 100th anniversary. Uh, the scoop stood 5 feet 6 inches high, stretched 6 feet 2 inches wide, and was made of around 733 containers of ice cream. And it was all... <laughs> what flavor, you ask? Vanilla. Strawberry. S strawberry! So it was super pink. <laughs> Very wow. pink and very refreshing. Okay. Um, this one might be something you already know. The uh, Whammo Toy Company started producing Frisbees back in 1957. Okay. Um, but the story of the Frisbee actually began in Bridgeport, Connecticut, where Mr. William Frisbee opened the Frisbee Pie Company in 1871. <clears throat> Frisbee Pie Company. Okay. University students nearby would play with the empty pie pans, tins, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which prompted uh, Walter Frederick Morrison and Warren Franzioni to create the Flying Saucer in 1948. 
After many later incarnations, Frisbee is now an organized sport Uh and can get rather competitive. Well, right. And then came Frisbee golf and... Right. Now, ultimate Frisbee and stuff. Now, disc golf is different because of the shape. I mean, because everybody says, you play Frisbee golf. Well, it's... What I do is not technically Frisbee golf. It's disc golf because the way it's made. Frisbee is a brand name. It's a brand name and it's... Completely different. It's yeah. Now, ultimate it's like frisbee, a pie tin. It right has the way lip, it comes, an, an edge that can hold stuff. Whereas, exactly. Uh, frisbee golf does not exactly have that lip to it. So. Love it, love it. But I thought that was interesting. Yes. Um, the term "the dog days of summer." Oh yes, tell me about that. It comes from astronomy. It I wasn't this one. as most of us would think. It was not inspired by a lethargic, overheated dog. <laughs> The dog, quote, in question is uh, Sirius the dog star, which rises in the sky during late July as part of the greater dog constellation, according to National Geographic. Um, To the Greeks and Romans, the dog days indicated the hottest time of the year, a period that was said to bring fever and other types of catastrophe. Ooh, to bring fever. Yeah, well, I mean, it's friggin' 100 degrees. Yeah, right. Dog days should be in June this year. <laughs> exactly. Like, but it makes you think: Is it only going to get hotter in July, or is it going to no. cool off? Re- remind me. I have a theory that I want to put <clears throat> on the record. So, anyway, okay. After after your thing. Uh, no matter how epic your summer barbecue may be, it probably cannot beat the longest one ever. Over the course of eighty hours, or three point three days, Grill Master Jan Grief of Columbus, Georgia cooked up 1,000 hot dogs, 558 burgers, 526 uh, South African sausages, 104 pieces of chicken, and 200 pieces of corn. He set the record on April 27th, 2014, and it's in the Guinness World for the longest barbecue ever. Oh, my God. Can you imagine cooking for 80 hours straight? No. And it was probably good. I, I, I'm sure it was delicious. A <laughs> thousand, a thousand hot dogs. That was just the hot dogs. Now, hamburgers, how many? Eight, 558 500. hot dogs, five or burgers, Burger, 520. Yeah. They're called Boer Wars, which are South African sausage. Oh, okay. Wow. I, I think kind of like a Bratwurst, maybe. Oh, know. probably. 104 pieces of chicken, 200 pieces of, I would think ears of corn, not pieces of corn. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a little piece of corn. corn. I think they meant ears of corn. Yeah, probably. Um, If you want to see the Eiffel Tower in all of its glory, then you may want to head to Paris in the summer because the 1,062 foot monument is more than six inches taller in the heat thanks to thermal expansion, which causes the iron structure to literally grow Ah. by six inches. But make sure you go during the day if you want the highest experience, because once the sun sets, the tower begins to shrink again. Okay, just just because it's cooler and it's it expands. Sh- wow, six inches though, like that's a lot. I mean, you know, not noticeable by looking at it, but no, no, but that's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, here's our Alaska one. Ooh, okay. Since 1906, the Alaska gold panners of Fairbanks have marked the summer solstice with an annual baseball game. Known as the Midnight Sun Game. The ball play starts at 10.30 p.m. and extends until after midnight. However, there's no need to light the field 
because that area experiences nearly 24 hours of daylight during the summer months. Okay. So they kick off the summer solstice, which would be tonight. Right. By having a midnight sun game. Interesting. I thought that was very cool. Now, wh- where was this again? This is at Fairbanks. In, in, oh, in Fairbanks. Yeah. Okay. This is Fairbanks, Alaska. I wonder if Stewart's. I, I got to message Stewart. See if he's we do it. need to ask him, do you go to the midnight sun game? Oh, my gosh. It's an oh. annual baseball game. Here. Okay. Well, I'll do that. I wonder how you get in on the game. Like, you know. I'll message him later. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to find out how you get in on the game. Yeah. Because I, I think I, I mean, I'm sh- well. It's summer, so I'm sure it's warm up there. Because Stuart said, you know, people think Alaska is cold. Well, Stuart said it gets like 90s oh, no, up no, there. No, no, no. They, yeah, the Misty says that too. Like, uh, their creeks, you know, everything's melted and their creeks are open now. And her kids have already been swimming. And heat to them, <laughs> like a little different. They yeah. go swimming when it's upper 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. warm to them. And they will jump in the creeks at that temperature. That's insane. Which, you know, would be a cool day to us. But when you've had negative 30 all winter, 60 is like a heat wave. That's true. Yeah, it was getting adjusted. Now, And that's that's interesting you say that because yesterday when it was Father's Day, as I'm drooling along myself, <laughs> sorry. You couldn't see that. You could have kept so, it to yourself. Yeah, okay, I could have. Anyway. <laughs> but it had been, you know, yesterday was, was nice. It, it wasn't even 90 yesterday. And the lower humidity, I went outside and it was like, Oh my gosh, this feels like really almost cool at right. 85 degrees. You yeah, would not ever nice. say that in the spring. 85 would be, I'm blistering, blistering hot. Okay. All right. Is that, is that all your, That's your all thing? That's all I got. Okay. Uh, okay. So this is going to be Rando's Summer Theory. I've been okay. thinking about this. Uh, let, let me see if I can... Uh, hang on. I don't, know how, I don't know how to stop it. Before it gets there. to the screen. There, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not the summer theory. <laughs> no, there's a, I need to make a, I have an idea, you know, type of thing. So, okay. <laughs> Check this out. Light now, bulb. Now, this has happened before. Actually, a couple of times. And I have a theory. And I'm putting it on the record right now. We have had extremely hot, above normal temperatures in July... And June before, and that has translated into an extremely cool August. Hmm. We have had really like end of June and first of July. I don't, I couldn't tell you the year off the top of my head. Uh, into July, where we had hundreds and stuff like this, and all of a sudden August came around, and we had highs in the seventies and cloudy and rainy for almost the entire month. Now I say that because. We're kind of following in that right now. All of a sudden, bam, we've got the big bubble I of mean, heat. because how long can it stay this hot? Don't you ask. Know? I mean, Don't it's ask. Like <laughs> Mother Nature has to get tired eventually. <sighs> Old heat miser well, I don't has think, to get tired I eventually. Gonna, I don't think Mother Nature cares. <laughs> <laughs> but something has got to give. I mean, everything is, is patternistic in weather, which we know. Right. You know, and because... Theoretically, we should be in the 80s now in right. June, we should going be in nice July. And chill. Yeah, and then, in, in, but we've had that before. We've also had cool, really cool June and July, which we've had highs in the 60s and 70s. But then August comes along, we're like an excessive heat warning for like two weeks. I have pictures of myself on July 4th 
2013 was the year I was pregnant with Jillian and it was cold. Like I am outside watching the fireworks with a blanket. Where's cold? Yeah. It was cold out. Like it was an unusually weird, cool. And that was five years ago? It would have been eight years ago. Oh, Jillian. Yeah. Eight years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was one of those weird things where it was like, it's 4th of July and I'm outside in a blanket. How crazy is this? So eight years ago, which would be twenty. Now, two thousand thirteen was also 13. the year that winter we had crazy amounts of snow, ice. Oh, where we had that cold, like, like thirteen inches, and like all through okay. December and into January. Yeah, where all the right. kids missed like four weeks straight of school oh, because God. <laughs> they were out for Christmas break, and then they still couldn't go back a week after. Okay. Because I remember I was home with a new baby and the kids just wouldn't leave. <laughs> and like we were stuck in home we, because we couldn't, we couldn't get out on the road. So it was like, yeah. come on, give me a break. Yeah. I, I don't, so it makes me think, yeah. you know, is it going to do that again? If we have an extreme of the other, are we going to have a mild winter you know, that year we or had winter. A- I mean, I, and I'm not even talking about La Nina. I mean, La Nina is like, yeah, 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 whatever. Uh, it's it's going to happen. I I have some faith in La Nina I mean, patterns, but I hate but to no. say it, but I want to say it. Okay. The whole global warming climate, climate change, change yeah. thing going on, <laughs> yeah. you know? No, I I agree. And Corey would agree, too. I mean, hot out we there right are, now. Yeah, and most people... It, it it so annoys me when some people, you know, they think it's really cold. It's like, well, how about that global warming? Well, then they don't understand how global warming works. Yeah. It's an average. It's not Whole, an event. All over climate, yeah. climate change. It's not an event. Anyway, I'm, I'm putting it on the record. Uh, I could be wrong, but I've seen this happen before where we had extreme heat in June or July. And all of a sudden we get to August and we're well below, which I am all for that. I'm going to, we're going to Florida in August, so I would be okay with the temperature (laughs) dropping a little bit. Which is not like stupid hot. The humidity in Florida in the summer is crazy, so. Yeah, I don't, well, see, I don't know if my theory would translate to Florida. I'm talking about like, like. like, That's true, that's true, that's true. Yeah, Florida is always hot and humid, come on. And And hurricane (laughs) <laughs> hopefully hurricane will like stay all, away in it, august it's hurricane you never know get that saharan dust coming along there well we have to get Corey back on there Corey's been talking a lot about the saharan dust this past week it, it's it's made some fantastic as i say his sunsets oh my gosh have been like when he goes up he's like man he's like that dust is just it's beautiful and it's made some hazy afternoons it has i mean now and and we've had some comments on that i mean the the dust itself the saharan dust itself will pretty much confine itself to the upper it's so high we can't physically see it but we can see the effects right yeah but it it will trap and along with the high pressure it will trap and that's going to make it stupid hazy and we have had that hazy uh but we haven't the past week or two and we probably won't have that hazy uh this week even though it's going to be hot 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 okay it's time for the last segment it's the weather word of the week i told shara on her thing folded my paper i I folded papers i don't look at it so shara oh what is man (laughs) you did not i did now you got to thank my buddy gary for that He, he gave me two words 
Syzygy, which you did, and this I hated. one. And, but you, you I'm did sure fine. you're a nice guy, Gary, but pff, come on now. <laughs> I, I have to do that clip. Anyway. Okay, so Shara, what is this week's <laughs> Stormdar weather, weather word of the week? Go with my instinct here. Nomen. Nomen. That's right. Now go ahead. It and, starts with a G. Well, go ahead and spell it for everybody. G N O M O N. Yeah, G N O M O N. And so you I had said to think it right. Of, I mean, I thought of the word gnome. Right, nomen. That's I perfect. A nomen. So people are going to say, "What in the world is a gnomon? Sounds like an omen. A gnomon. A gnomon. <laughs> an omen. All right. So. A gnomon uh-huh. is the blade on a sundial that casts a shadow in order to tell the time of day. Yeah. If you see you a sundial, know that it had a thing. name. Yeah, it's called a gnomon. Isn't that cool? I mean, I remember making sundials back in school because. Well, did you put a thing to cast a shadow? We used pencils and paper plates. Remember that back in the day? That's a gnomon. That? And you got to see what time of day it was. Or a gnomon, if you a want. A gnomon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, what Gary is doing, because Gary's brilliant. And so, what Gary is doing is helping find these b- totally bizarre Because Randy words. tries to stump me every week. Yeah. I can't remember. There's one word I really stumped you on. I mean, uh, and if... Syzygy was... Probably the worst. That was fun. Most of them I knew pretty good on. Uh, you actually you do. Or there's like one of two ways I could say it, and I got to pick between them. And well, I know when you're looking at words like hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> Remember that one? My favorite surgical procedure to spell out. Oh, what's that? I got to <laughs> I don't know that I can think of it now. The oh, okay. E E or E G D. Yeah. Esophageal... Gastroduodenoscopy. There you go. Esophageal oh! gastroduodenoscopy. That's a scope. That's a scope down your throat. That's a scope. <laughs> there's also, like, there's, you know, there's some long heart ones, too, but we were oh, not God. allowed to abbreviate on consents for procedures. You had to spell You have them to out. say the whole thing. So... Uh, I, I always liked when I got to spell those big long ones out. I see. I love big words. That's what I, <laughs> one reason I got into weather. Because I love when you can these actually huge say words. them. And, and well, and, and in uh, pharmacology, I thought about becoming a pharmacologist because I some love these long crazy words. medications out there. I know, which I love. Oh, is this a weather podcast? No, no. Okay, I'm not sure. So yeah, Noman. <laughs> Noman. Noman. No man uh, has ever gone. No. Well, you know, let's hope. Let's really, really hope that Corey. Has a better week than the. Than I think it's did. off to a good start. I think he was having a good day. I saw him today. So, okay, that's good. Now, okay, so maybe he'll be back next week. Hopefully, we'll try to do on Sunday. He's like I Wednesday said, Wednesday and Thursday off this week. So, oh, he'll be nice and rested up. Oh, perfect. It, it, okay, well, we'll have, we'll have to figure out. We could shove the podcast. You know, we'll, we'll, I, think well, I think he'll be good Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday Sunday's really good for. Yeah, we'll figure it out. People expect this thing, right? Now. They wait for it. They wait for it. Every okay. week, they're like, oh. I mean, they were probably looking all morning going, where's the podcast? Where's that podcast? We got tons of emails. I mean, so we got so many comments. Like, we t- can't even get back to them the, all. The tens of people. The tens of li- people that listen to us. <laughs> I know. We're like, where's the podcast? Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay, well, anyway, you say Corey's off Wednesday and Thursday. You guys are going to hit the pool, aren't you? For sure. Well, it's going to be hot temperatures. Actually, we probably are going to hit Taney Como. 
Oh, kayaking. That's he right. He has not been kayaking. Oh. I don't think he's been this year. You, you, you all will be kayaking. I know. I think we maybe went once way back in March when we had a warm day, but that's been it. I know what you're going to be doing so on Wednesday. I'm <laughs> thinking we're due to kayak. Well, that's perfect. The temperatures are going to be skyrocketing. You know, ninety. It says ninety-five today. It's going to be a little warmer tomorrow. Yeah, it, we could Stay get hydrated. Lucky. Yeah, sunscreen. Stay in the air conditioning if you can. Sunscreen if you're outside. You must be outdoors. Definitely. Stay hydrated and wear lots of sunscreen. That yeah. UV index has been ten. Oh my gosh! Every yes. day. And it, you know, you, we don't have to be in a heat advisory to to obey no. the heat rules. And do not. I've had so many friends already this year on an overcast day. I thought this was common knowledge, but apparently it's not. The UV rays are still there just because you can't see the sun. If it's behind the clouds, you can absolutely still burn, and you will burn more because you're not hot. You don't feel yourself burning. Right. You know, when the extreme sun is beating down on you, you feel it, and you're like, oh, yeah, I, like, oh. I need to go in. I need to sunscreen up again or whatever. But when it's overcast... You're not feeling it yet. You're burning. Exactly. And whew, you pay for it later. All, all people need to do is go listen to our sun safety episode with my dermatologist, Dr. Christopher Wilbers. Uh, we, play, we play it every year. We've already done it this, this time. So yeah, just go search our library, sun safety. Um, you can see the UV index uh, daily on our website. We have a website? I've, I've heard. What is it? Try... Uh, stormdar.com www.stormdar.com I don't think that's it is it not no. stormdarweather.com I think it's stormdarweather.com okay, if you type in stormdar I promise it'll pop up yeah really and I'm Google gonna, I'm gonna try it and Google <laughs> if you Google stormdar we pop up I like that because we're cool like that yeah oh and I think just to toot our own horns again I look www.stormdarweather.com yeah stormdarweather.com there is a UV index on there Daily. And, and I think, I got to check again, but the last time I checked, we were back in the at number 10 of the all-time favorite weather podcast. Yes, yes, I saw that. It, we were down to 11, and I got very, very sad. Yes. We and, were very and I sad. cried. And then we and bumped I, back up. We bumped back up to 10. Now, I don't, it's on my other computer, but yeah. But yeah, so rate, what, what do they say? You know, if... Uh, Review us, rate us, give us five stars, write a nice review, because I've heard other people say that if you're an Apple, that helps other people find the podcast. If you give yeah, us five it stars. it bumps you to the top of the I list. I didn't so. know that. I'm just doing this for you fun. You know what's funny is just a month or so ago, I was getting memory posts of us doing a contest working to get to 5,000 Oh, I know. Followers. Yeah. Corey and I were at the pool, weren't yes. we? Yeah. So we did a contest for to try to get to 5,000 followers. And we're at how many now? We're over 27,000 right I now. I think we were over 30,000. No, 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 no. No, we never did that. Uh, the followers but were still. over 28. And the, the actual likes of the page are 27, 190 something. Yeah. So thank you for everybody for your patronage and, yes, thank <laughs> and you trusting, for trusting us. us. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna do, all we're gonna do is deliver hot weather now at this point. Um, it's gonna be hot, and then it's gonna be hot, and then next week's gonna be hot. Yeah, and then maybe if Corey gets back, it'll still, it's be, still hot. be hot. <laughs> so wear your sunscreen, drink your water. There you go. Stay indoors and check 
on the elderly. Please check on if the elderly. If you have elderly that, you know, they don't have air conditioning, please check on them. Yes, I'm so thankful my mother has an air conditioner and she is not afraid to use it. It's like, thank you, mom. Yeah, so run that air conditioner. And now, I mean, people are out. Those air conditioners are being taxed, so make sure it's cooling correctly. They uh, had an issue last week at a solar city. Oh. Um, on one of those days that we were under a heat advisory. Yeah. The local electric company was having power surges due to so many people running their air conditioners uh, mm. so high. They started having power surges, which was causing not right. power outages at the city, but they were getting glitches mm-hmm. and the rides were glitching. And so they were having to shut them down. Oh, no. So I know there was a lot of upset people. Wow. Like majority of the rides had to shut down for several hours because of the glitches. But safety is number one. Yeah. So, you know, you don't want to be on a ride when it glitches. (laughs) Well, no. Well, it's kind of like the thing when it got so stupid cold. I mean, we had to go to the rolling blackouts because everybody was running their heaters. Yeah. So weather extremes are getting pretty, pretty I'm, good. So. I'm feeling like I need to try to fry an egg on the sidewalk just because I can. Yeah, I'll, well, you I know froze what? spaghetti. <laughs> let's fry an egg. You know, that's right. You did the spaghetti let's thing. Let's cook something besides an egg. Let's try something new. Uh, let's hamburger. make a burger. Yeah. A hamburger. We could do that. <laughs> let's make some cookies on the dash of our car. We do a pork chop. We do. <laughs> okay. I think we're going off the rails now. Time so. to stop. Okay. So you know what to do. Uh, hydrate, sunscreen, and there you go. So we need to wrap this up. Okay. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. And if you're on iTunes, rate and give us five stars and give us good stuff so people can do it. (laughs) Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Send us love. Yes. Okay, well, that does it. Yes, send us love. (laughs) Okay, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. 